Yes, and it was a sad week last week for... For, for all of us in the Southwest, you might not have ever met her, but she definitely made her presence felt, and that was the matriarch of Kumbana Bay's dolphins. So Jan from the Dolphin Discovery Centre, the conservation manager, joins us to talk about the passing of this great matriarch and uh, just about her life because she was a fascinating dolphin, wasn't she, Jan? Oh, she certainly was, Angie. Yeah, she uh, she's left a big hole in all of our hearts, that's for sure. Oh, gosh. And it's, you know, it seems strange to, you know, talk about her as if she was a person, but we get attached to animals all the time. I mean, the amount that people spend on their pets and how much they're part of the family, just because she was a wild creature uh, doesn't mean she was no less part of your family, Jan. So I am so sorry for the loss. Yeah, thanks, Ange. I've known this dolphin personally for 27 years, as of some of our other volleys have known them almost that long. And, um, yeah, the Dolphin Centre first identified her in 1989. She was what we called F-19, so the 19th dolphin that was ever identified in Bunbury when the research first started in 1989. And she was an adult then, so that's how we're ageing her at about 45 years old at least. And is 45 years old um, a a ripe old age for a dolphin to pass away? That's pretty ancient. Yeah, okay. (laughs) (laughs) A lot lot of, um, you know, science and research tells you that uh, in the wild they generally live between 35 and 40. So uh, we know she was well over that. So um, very, very old age for a dolphin. And so what was what was her life like? You've known her for longer than a lot of people listening might have been alive. That's right, yeah. So Shanti, um, Shanti was a sweet, gentle dolphin. She made everybody feel peaceful. Um, when, she, when we first met her, they gave her the name of um, Stumpy and then there was another dolphin, not very imaginative, the name. Her fin was a little bit bigger. So Shanti had this little tiny fin born naturally with a little tiny fin and there was another dolphin called Stumpy and a half because the fin was a bit bigger and then when Shanty had a calf and people were getting she was still called Stumpy and they were getting mixed up between Stumpy and a half and Stumpy and a calf so um, uh, Bill who was the uh, volley supervisor back in those days he said Jan will you give this dolphin a different name Um, so I was trying to find a name something peaceful and I I couldn't find anything that kind of sounded like Stumpy, but I and anyway, I called her Shanty after a sea shanty and then found out that for people who have the angel cards, um, the angel shanty is the angel of peace. So it oh, all fitted quite nicely and that's how she made everybody feel. She, um, she was a matriarch. She was a, certainly a dolphin who taught other young females how to become a mum um, she sadly had a checkered reproductive history, so she's left behind three calves, Osho, Calypso and Banjo, but um, she did have quite a few miscarriages and stillbirths through her life as well, um, which, you know, we all know people and animals that have trouble um, carrying, and it was always such a pleasure to see her with a health, healthy calf. And Banjo has been left behind. Yeah, so little banjos only one. Dolphins generally stay with their mum for two and a half to three and a half years, you know, three to four years, um, and um, generally drink milk for the first 18 months. Now they can start, mum does 
start to teach them to catch fish from sort of six to ten months onwards. So we don't know how far advanced Banjo was down the the fish catching um, uh, lessons in life, but um, we were. I was probably more concerned about that little Banjo being left out there vulnerable with no protection and no companionship. But within a couple of hours of us um, retrieving Shanty. Um, Banjo was with his big sister Calypso and her two-year-old calf. So Banjo has com- uh, companionship and protection. Calypso is letting Banjo swim in what we call BP, baby position, so has completely taken on that role, but we don't know whether she would have any milk to feed him, him, her, it. We don't know what Banjo is. Um <laughs> So we're not sure about the nutritional side of it, but at least Banjo's out there being included in the group and um, swimming around out there with Calypso and Reggae. And as a result of this whole chain reaction, you guys were actually able to witness something that has baffled scientists all over the world the other day. Well, um, it's been quite incredible to see... um, um, not just Calypso take on Little Banjo, but um, on Sunday, um, Calypso, because we we have a licence to have the drone up filming, um, and so we'd been concerned about Banjo. We'd been putting the drone up to try and just work out where it is and how it's doing. And um, Calypso went off to feed, and she left both the calves, Reggae and Banjo, to be babysat by two of the big old boys in the bay, Nosy and Razor, which was quite amazing. Um, none of us have been, ever seen any behaviour like that and, and scientists that we've spoken to are baffled by it as well. So, yeah, two of, two of the big old um, male, dominant male dolphins, here they were babysitting the kids for for a while while Calypso went off to have a feed. So pretty amazing. The stories of the Kamada Bay dolphins are absolutely incredible. Um, we're so sorry about the passing of Shanty, but she leaves a long, strong legacy and a lot of love in our hearts. So thanks for sharing the stories with us about your dear dolphin friend, Jan. That's okay. That's um, been sadly my, my pleasure to, to connect people again with through Shanty. And we've also lost chocolate this week as well. So that's been sad. Oh, God, it's a bit much. <laughs> it certainly is. Nature, <laughs> cruel mistress that she is.